The Unspoken Truth is your new podcast for a daily dose of inspiration where we present to you well-known people from different professions. Get motivated by hearing their experiences, their principles in life, and their perseverance to achieve their goals. The Unspoken Truth is brought to you by DJY Academy, building young people to become productive, prepared, and purpose-driven dreamers. All right, so good afternoon, everyone. I'm Paolo Aguirre, your host, and welcome to episode five of uh, DJY Academy Social Entrepreneurship Series. This series is in collaboration with Voice Philippines and Weigel Inc. So guys, thank you very much for joining us for the past couple of weeks, and we are now down to our last two episodes, this episode and tomorrow's episode. So again, this is DJY Academy where we invite different people with different ideas that will help you get empowered, equipped, and engaged. Because here at Academy, we promote a growth mindset revolution to help you achieve your goals in life. All right. So um, this afternoon's guest is very interesting, and I'm actually very excited to introduce her him uh, today. So, uh, But before that, we just want to say thank you to everyone who is supporting us and has supported us in our cause in helping our garbage collectors no uh, we will start our delivery of goods ne- next month actually next week already because uh december is uh yeah it will be already next week no so thank you very much for everybody who has helped us cultured brew thank you very much jajc thank you very much the peach company as well and to everyone who donated uh, cash and also in kind we thank you very much for supporting our drive but this is not the end of our support to our garbage collectors and we are currently in the making of our educational courses for our garbage collectors so that we'll be able to help them make money more more make money on on, on themselves and help them grow more in their own journey in life so thank you very much for everybody to who helped us no so maraming salamat po sa inyong lahat so again this afternoon's guest right is our guest speaker we will be talking about his business and everything that he has uh, been doing uh, during the covid-19 as well and i'm very excited to learn from him as well right so our guest speaker this afternoon is the founder of the full name of their company is Make a Difference for Social Tourism Inc., but they're known for Mad Travel. Um, they are a Philippine-based social enterprise that works for and with marginalized communities in creating impactful, inspiring, and authentic travel experience. And they also have the, more or less opened uh, another business this this uh, pandemic, I believe so, and that's called Mad Market. But to know more about that, Everybody, help me welcome Sir Raf Janisho. Hi, Sir. Uh, hi, hi, Paolo. Thank you for having me here. Thank you, thank you very much for saying yes to our invitation, Sir Raf. No, of course, happy to happy to oblige. Ano ba? Bang tong gagawin niya social the talk show series and um, you get you guys are gonna teach social entrepreneurship. Yes, yes, more or less, Sir. sir. Sir, mm-hmm. so grabe. I think we actually we actually started with 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 this episode on discussing to everybody what the social enter entrepreneurship is and who started it. I mean, 
with Bill Drayton and, and so on and so forth. So we had that first episode. Then more or less, we invited different social enterprise already, uh, the owners of different social enterprises for the past uh, few weeks. Yon. Mm -hmm. And thank you very much for, for, for saying yes to this. I'm excited to, to learn from you. <laughs> So yeah, so how can what what did you want to discuss uh, this afternoon? Yes, uh, so basically, sir, I'll be asking you a set of questions. But if you have a, a video or presentation that you want to show as well later on, no? uh, mm -hmm. we can also do so. Um, I think, but 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 on the first on the first uh, questions, you go to sir. Um, for you, um, what is social entrepreneurship, uh, sir Ralph, and how does one start to to, to be one? Mm, that's interesting because I asked, I asked the founder of Human Nature that question six years ago. Oh, nice! <laughs> when I was um, <laughs> starting on my on my own like paradigm shift, right? And um, that is Anna um, Anna Meloto Wilk. Yeah. And um, I remember what she told me, and I agree with it today. You now, you're going to have to want to create some, uh, you know, greater than normal impact for um, your stakeholders. And your stakeholders will include not just the board, uh, people who own the company, but your employees, um, your suppliers, right? And now um, the environment as well, right? So um, it starts with an inner desire, uh, usually within, the, within your own mind no, as an entrepreneur. And then you just have to find a way to kind of uh, make it real outside. Because hey, many of the many of the businesses today that are social enterprises, parang the, the way they become social increases with time. It doesn't may, maybe at the start it's just one aspect, but you know five years later they're probably more innovative and it, it's really a journey in uh, in that sense. No, um, so yeah, it starts with intent, I think. No, and um, I don't think, um, I actually think that, you know, um, terms of in terms of business lang, parang the framework that, um, like I, I'm, I'm personally looking at now, right? Um, right uh, I, I don't look at a balance sheet or an income statement alone, but I'm looking at like uh, additional metrics, carbon, oxygen, water, temperature, um, biodiversity index, right? You know, and... And then also the basic question, are people happy with what they're doing, right? Number of hours people are working, uh, their overall health. Because um, I, I feel like the innovation that all businesses around the world need to take so that the world can, so, you know, so that we don't, ha so that we don't shoot ourselves in the foot, um, similar to what's happened with COVID is um, we just have to start accounting for more input Right in business, case, oh, yeah. the simple input is you spend money, right? But money is not the only input, eh? right? Uh -huh. There's there's different kinds of um, resources, right? That are not unlimited, right? Um, so you, parang ano, the bis uh, businesses have to account for that. Accountants actually need to innovate a lot and start learning about um, environmental metrics related to business, no? Because th they're supposed to take a look at that, right? And it, un until an accounting firm can understand that then i don't think people are really gonna move in that direction so a call out to the big accounting firm start accounting for environmental <laughs> metrics right let me know if you want to discuss because i can teach that 
Yon. <laughs> so yeah, calling out to everybody that's uh, that's interested to have that. But sir, um, with 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 everything that you've you know, um, how how did with, with your business right now, no mad travel mm-hmm. and mad market? I actually checked out your your, and it's very interesting your website and everything uh, you've been doing, no. But uh, mm-hmm. if I may ask, how did how COVID nineteen affected your business? and the community that you've served since you're a social enterprise at the same time? Well, um, well definitely it affected our business badly. I mean, we, we've had zero travel sales for the last eight months, nine months. Oh, wow. um, and um, we didn't serve just one community. We served several. Um, and I, I would actually say, you know, we, we partnered with several of them, right? And all of them got hit badly. And so we kind of just ask ourselves like how else can we generate value for our customers and our uh, business partners and you know coordinating the movement of goods is quite similar to coordinating the movement of people so we, we thought hey let's, let's give this a shot right um and you know we, we've kind of gone all in in terms of trying to like push things so so far it's a it's a learning process definitely very diff- somewhat different right because we're not with the goods and smaller batches but uh, interesting because there's really room in the market for it and, and you can see there's so many online sellers today right yeah uh, actually super. doing that oh. and there are a lot of it's just that we have to become a very good logistics company <laughs> <laughs> uh, with, with that sir anong steps na ano nyo? With, with 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 how you address the covid-19 uh, with the pandemic and then with, with the problem at hand that you've faced during the pandemic how did you address it uh, on a more parang step by step. Oh, ano lang. Literally, like we added things one product at a time. When we launched in April, we had siguro mga fifteen items lang. And then oh was, wow. Ano lang. Today we have over two hundred. So just eh, like you know, every time somebody looks for something, we're like, sige let's add that. Sige let's add that. Yadun lang. Very simple. Just keep listening to the customer. And um, keep trying to take care of the supplier. Like we, whichever will negotiate, but I don't want to negotiate too much. No, I don't want to lowball them at the same time. Um, and we have to lead with good service, talaga, to customers and to provide like a nice variety of things. Mm-hmm. That's true. So with that, sir, no, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure with that. I just want to understand uh, social entrepreneurship on your on your own perspective. But uh, with Mad Travel, and uh, I think this would come now with your storytelling how did you guys start especially with mad travel and how did mad market sprung from from mad travel your story oh. ah, okay well, simple lang naman yun. Parang, um, we ma- mad travel started uh, in a farm enchanted farm and, and ironically enough that farm was built to create products that would stop the flow of imported goods into the country not stop oh, wow. but like to to kind of you know give give filipinos an alternative to imported goods right because we keep back then parang if it was quality it was probably imported that was like <laughs> seven eight years ago today i think that's still sort of true but yeah, there are more quality products coming out of the philippines now and so we, we do have to industrialize now so mad travel was within that ecosystem and so today we're kind of evolved into like uh, what that ecosystem has to be, no? So um, ayun. Um, si- siguro 
I, I'd like to, parang we we have a quite a different take on things today. Let me share something with you guys. Oh, I cannot share screen. I don't know why. There's a button below. No, no, it's my browser. It's blocking me from. Why is it blocking me from sharing? How weird. You can click it. No, no, I did click it. It's the browser that's telling me bawal. Because of I have to reload the page. Taka lang ah. Sige lang. That's okay. And uh, yeah, there you go. Sige, sir. Aha. Uh, uh -huh. There. Yeah, okay. There, okay, sige. All right. Sige. And there you go. Okay. All right. Um, sige, well, I, I guess. I, I guess where I'd like to start long is a no. Mm. And, and I'll make this kind of casual because um nicer kung nagkakwentuhan lang tayo um, siguro ano um mad travel is very focused on the forest no and and tribes at least uh from a from one angle no and um what we look at what we see today is that um forests are always cleared and transformed into farms mines real estate for industry no and you've got what we have today is low yield agriculture we've got extractive industries like mining and then we displace a lot of countryside folks because we build humongous cities that are not sustainable either. No? And it comes at the cost of destroying our water management system, which is really our rainforest, right? So you can, can you see the map here? Yes, sir. The, uh, so a lot of the forest has really gone down, right? Um, to less than yeah. 3%, right? So it, 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 it does... Because we keep utilizing the forest resources, whether it's for mining, for lumber, no, um, we lose the like, environmental support services, no. And so, just to give you a, a brief, parang estimate of the cost: stronger storms and more floods and landslides. So that's two point six billion pesos a year, and uh, for agriculture costs, and three billion um, pesos a year infrastructure costs. Um, especially these last three storms that we saw, no? So Marikina, Cagayan, definitely, um, definitely destroyed, no? That was, and then, that was a really uh -oh. intense. Yep, very intense. No? And then the bigger killer is actually not the storm. It's the it's what comes after the storm, which is drought, prolonged drought. Drought because it's really a dry killer, no? And you can see here, the average uh, cost of drought is twenty three billion per year. A lot bigger, no. So, and we don't notice it. It's the farmer. It's the poorest talaga that will get it, no. And it's really because we have irregular rain pattern, and we we can't provide, no. And just to give you some proof, um, these are two rivers, um, in Mindanao, and you'll see that over the last thirty years they've lost seventy five percent of their water, no, three fourths. That's right? high. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a high number, no. So farmers are already battling for water after the rainy season. This is happens anywhere, no. Uh, everywhere in the country, right? And um, what we want to do really is to uh, push for regenerative agroforestry methods, no? That can combine with different industries so that we can unlock economic and environmental benefits, which kind of goes back to what I was telling you earlier. You have to start accounting for things more than just money, right? 
Um, because now you might have money, but if your world is not good, then your quality of life decreases drastically. No? There's only so much money can buy uh, in that sense. No? And so I, I show up, you know, um, parang picture here. No? So um, initially, uh, we're not yet, I'm not yet done in the process, no? but initially, like people see the rainforest and normally they'd say there's no money in it, but I'd say there is. Um, there are several industries attached to it where you can um, you can do tourism or you can harvest some herbs and fruits and roots um, in small quantities where it doesn't destroy, right? And, and they'll regenerate naturally. So there's a way to to benefit from it somewhat. No, um, the opposite is to really just turn it into a farm. Uh, let's say oh, nice. palm plantations, right? Or ito, like large scale agriculture for corn. Right, which is um, generally the culprit for destroying the forest in the, the Amazon, right? And um, what we what we know now about traditional farming is that it's low yield and it doesn't take care of the soil, right? And so what we're suggesting is um, a balanced a balanced approach of forest, uh, fruit, and industry trees mixed. Oh, so this nice. is just one such example. It's a permaculture forest. Oh, sure. Some people will call it an agroforest, or they might call it centropic agriculture, right? Um, but while we were doing our travel company, um, we were trying to build this uh, with the Aitas no, in Zambales. And, and we wanted to get pe people to get involved because they could physically visit. No? Today, though, since you can't visit, then um, we, we just involve them with the means that you eat, right? Um, yeah, no, this is another illustration of, like I guess, the difference of agriculture and permaculture, right? We, we don't want any chemicals inside um, anymore, no? And um, what, what we're trying to do is we're trying to create that natural select succession of, of plants and trees, right? Uh, so that um, we, you can benefit from the land immediately, which is a livelihood issue, uh, but you can also uh, create long-term industries, no? Um, and uh, let's see, wait a uh, some information here is too technical. Mm, 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 mm. Here, no. Um, for our own, uh, for for Mad Market, no. We're we're actually looking. These are some of the industries that I wanted to share that actually have potential. Right now, we're in the fruit, vegetable, forest herbs, and honey, uh, honey categories. Uh, coffee, we're about to launch, right? But we oh, see there other. There are other items that can come out of the forest, no? and all of these um, can be done sustainably, right? Um, it's not at the cost of the forest, but it's with, um, you know, restoring degraded landscapes uh, in that way, right? And um, just to share with you what the the main degraded landscape, uh, one landscape we're trying to restore. Oh, um, this is a no. This is the main landscape that we've been working with uh, through the tourism, and now we, we try to promote their honey, and we're selling their bamboo paroles also, some of their handicrafts. No? So it's uh, the ancestral domain of the Aitas in Zambales, right? Um, and, and just to show you the initial work that's been done so far, uh, we started planting in May 2016, um, Feb 2020, same spot, uh, much more forested, no. It, but it's just a very small patch, right? But we we saw a lot of results because we saw um, honeybees entering the area, right? Uh, we saw a dramatic temperature decrease by 13 degrees Celsius in the same area, right? And you know it's it's productive as well, no. So yeah, this is on our site already. Some of the honey that 
um, is produced there, right? Um, and you know, we're we're trying to grow other, you know, utilize other crops as well that are very good, uh, very climate resilient in that way. So we've planted about five thousand five hundred cashew trees uh, since April, um, and we're we're looking to start producing a lot of cashew, you know, cashew meal, cashew butter. All right. So these are. I, I guess these are just some things that we, we I wanted to share because it, um, it's critical for people to understand that there's more to land than just turning it into like uh, a city or something. No, you can <laughs> really you can literally grow money on from the tree, not literally, almost, right? And um, it and you don't have to kill the tree, you don't have to kill the forest, right? You can uh, do it together, right? And, and that's the whole point. Now this one in Bataan. Um, we started planting um, before COVID. We started planting, and then this October it's already blooming. So uh, we didn't have to destroy the forest. There's just an empty patch, and we said, "Oh, let's let's make it productive so that you guys have um, alternative income." And soon enough, sure enough, tourism's down, but at least now they can sell something else. No? So yeah, then uh, we get it on our website. Um, Sir, I think naghang yung ano mo. Ah, naghang ba? Yan, there you go. It's here, okay. it's here na, it's here na. Okay, well here oh. Just to get back to it. Started planting in Jan 2020. And then this one is October 2020. No? Wow. So, um, i stop sharing na. No? I, I, I think, I think the, the whole point of, I mean, I guess it's easier to imagine what we're trying to do once you see the visual, no? But, uh, parang uh, our our north star is generally um, this lesson that one of the chieftains, uh, uh, parang we worked with uh, we worked with uh, taught us no. So back then we were trying to um, we wanted to partner with them and we were supposed to pay them a lot of uh, some money for tourism, right? And rather than accepting money, uh, the chieftain actually said, "Don't pay us in cash, because bakamagasus namin yung pera sa." sa load, sa 3-in-1 coffee, or sa um, sigarilyo. No? Hindi naman papakinabangan. And so, we asked him, what do you want, chieftain? Kasi, hindi naman pwedeng, hindi kami magbayad, your business partner. No? And, and he said, kung babalik kayo, bring us seeds. Kasi, our land is huge, but empty. And so, we, we have to become, you know, basically, he was saying, let's be stewards of the land and grow a lot. No? Yes, that's uh, very biblical in some senses, but he's also an astute businessman, uh, which is an interesting thing. Because no? a lot of the food in his town was imported from other provinces or other countries. So there really was good um, potential for it. No? Yun, I, I guess that, that, that's kind of like a, a story of mad market. No? And I, I hope that it kind of gives you guys perspective and um, yeah, if people want to engage, we're actually looking for partners uh, to collaborate with, whether it's farms, other producers, you know. With with this one, uh, Sir Sir Raf, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with uh, with the COVID nineteen restrictions and all that, I think I'm talking of marketing. How do you market yourself, and how how do you track things on your systems? Oh, okay. Well. Um, what we usually do is, you know, um, well, when we, we use uh, online, we we try to we try to use more tech. So we're on Shopify. That's one um, very practical stuff. So you guys can can use that now. Uh, but uh, it's quite limited. And but you you need more, I guess more, you know, 
um, ways to track information. And so what's really worked for us is in a, just having legitimate relationship with uh, different farmers, farming communities, indigenous groups. Because that, that's, that's what we spent time and money on in the past. Eh? Right? So now, the shift yung business, okay pa rin yung usapan. Madali. They'll be like, sige, pa-deliver dyan. Sige, pay me later. Okay lang. Kasi you know naman na nababalikan mo eh. Right? Yeah, so. So, and then you try to play to our strengths. So the, the bamboo parole is like, and we, we didn't plan this a month ago, but it just popped up. And we're like, sige nga, let's try. And then, man, we, we, we're, we just sold out our first hundred pieces and we've got uh, a few hundred uh, on the way. So it, it's nice to be able to utilize the you know the skills of different um, communities to you know to create value for everybody well, that's, that's really nice that's really interesting no because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people are, are talking about the restrictions of uh, the covid of the pandemic i think mm. I, I wouldn't say that it was easier back then but it was way easier back then compared to now uh, because of a lot of restrictions but i think we we are now going back to normal per se. Na mm. Everything's going back to uh, some, a little more a little normal. Toto. <laughs> but with this, sir, sir Raf, with Mad, mm. if we're talking about Mad Market, how how do you see Mad Market in the in the next couple of uh, maybe years? And with that, what's your metric of success for for Mad Market? Well, I, I do I do see it as um. I, I do see it as basically just expanding as a as a mar- online marketplace. We we deliver direct to to households. It's every day, um, twenty four hour. You'd order one day one, day two. It's delivered, right? Um, and ano lang, very simple, really, no. Uh, but we we want to give people the chance to be able to buy unique items from different communities. No, buy fresh produce as well. Um, and then uh, on our backward integration, we want to be very creative in how we grow things from the ground up, nice. uh, right? And and help create, you know, brands of the communities that that you know we, we can be proud of, talaga. And the products have to be able to um, restore degraded landscapes. I think that's where we're going to be. No, I mean the the market side doesn't have to be so um, innovative because the market's there, but we have to be very creative in how we build the products alongside with like restoring our environment which at the moment is complete whack because i mean with storms alone right um, i can mathematically calculate how many trees we need in the rizal area so that we can anti-flood our anti-flood our cities it's possible because each tree can absorb a couple of thousand you know a couple of hundred to thousands of liters of water so Ano naman eh? Every storm just brings two things in excess, eh? wind and water, right? Yeah, that's all. Can't do much about the wind, but the water, if you create a big enough uh, forest, then it should absorb uh, most of the water and prevent a lot of the landslides. No? And um, man, like stuff that's happening in Marikina, absolutely preventable. So, you know, ball in our court, right? It's, it's on so us, true. no? And uh, I... While people may say um, it's on the government's court, I would say it's on your court just as much as anyone. Uh, so I, I, I'm sure we have access to some sort of land that can be planted. Get one tree lang, no? And you can all Google naman where to plant. I mean, if you want, we, 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 have, we offer a service where we hire the ITAS to plant a tree for people, no? And we're trying to expand that 
um, to several areas, right? We have to, you know, uh, in, in that sense, right? Either that or we continue down this uh, spiraling. Troublesome. After that storm, really, like, oh, God, there's something. We need to do something for the environment. Yeah, mm -mm. See, I think that already, I mean, we had that before, but it, uh, nothing has been done to address the problem. And now we're, we're, we, we, we were, you know, we had it again. We're, we had it again two hmm. weeks ago. Hopefully there will be action. Well, Yun, for, for us, we're trying to like, um, you know, encourage a lot of other people to, to plant. So if they if they want to join us, please do. Um, I don't. We, we need all the, you know, all the help we can get. In that sense, so. Toto, 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 yan, toto, yan. Uh, sir, I have a. I mean, you've been doing this business with with Mad Travel, and now you have Mad Market as well. Mm -hmm. Um. Two, I think two questions now. Then I think you have been a social entrepreneur for 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 the longest time i believe so so first question is for those that want to start a business no what's mm -hmm. the what's the first thing that they have to do now let's say we're just talking about a, a normal entrepreneur what's the first thing that uh, that uh, they have to do on themselves and try to discover things well i would say that they have to be clear about their business and then i would suggest they research a bit that's for sure. And then find people they can work with, whether it's a business partner, an employee, right? Um, I definitely don't do all things on my own. And uh, there are a lot of people around me who, who help no? um, in that sense. Uh, communication is very important, being able to articulate you know, what has to be done. Um, I, I, I'm on a journey of like just trying to improve on that myself. I, I receive a lot of feedback from my team saying, oh, you need to improve here and here. And, and that's the, that's part of the journey, right? Um, I feel like entrepreneurship, if you really want to get good at it, it's a very humbling experience. Because the further you go, the more you have to listen to other people and you know take their feedback into account. Because you can't do it alone, right? Um, in, in that sense. So if you want to do things alone, be a consultant or... I don't know, something else. No? Hey, there's, certain, <laughs> there's certain professional, like you know, uh, professional paths you can take where you can do things alone. But that's that's true. But but you know, but with that, sir, on teams, no. How how did you find yours? How did you like, kind of uh, distinguish now? This this person will be the a right fit for me for the team for the company in and itself. Well, or, or you know, that's, that's the hardest thing to find, right? I mean. I've cycled through several businesses and over a dozen business partners and um, and even more employees. No? But I, I think the people that stick that stick are people who who share similar value system. I mean, um, for, for me, it helps like, um, like I, I got to co-volunteer with my business partner in MAD. So we were volunteers for a while. So I kind of saw what he was doing already for, for a couple of years, right? Um, for my other business, Circle Hustle, I grew up with my business partner, so easier, right? So uh, th these things don't come out quickly. It takes time. So yeah, you know, uh, kailangan ingat talaga with with that, no? 
um, it, it's a it's a relationship eh, in that that's sense. true um, well, with employees also I mean of course you're gonna interview them but um, you know I'll tell you one story about one employee that she she's the longest running employee I have in mad uh, now with mad market now and I remember the day I met her it was 3 30 in the morning oh, wow. and uh, I had taken a group to volunteer at a soup kitchen like you know uh, sorry, uh, like a, a lunch kit, a, a lunch kitchen for uh, for public school kids, right? So I brought some tourists, and we were all packing, cooking food for I think a thousand students that day in the local public school. And here was this girl just just there, and it's like, so I was very curious. It's like it's three thirty in the morning. What are you doing here? Sabi niya, oh, kaka off lang daw niya from call center work, so she sometimes comes here. Because she want, you know, she wanted to do something. I was like, "Wow, grabe naman to, magisata at 3:30 in the morning." So right there and then, it's like, okay, this is proof enough for me that you're probably you probably have the right value system. So I offered her a job, right there, you know. And um, but that's Paula, right? She she works with us now. Um, she heads our um operate. She heads uh, a huge chunk of our operations. No, uh, there are many, and I, you know, I didn't even ask, um, what the what the what she studied or what it was really just um you know just seeing them in action in that sense no oh wow that's um, so yeah very very rare i guess no i mean i don't she's the only one in our uh in our team who has that no uh particular story but the the others have um have um different stories as well no um some of them are like were guests on our tour um, so, parang eventually, like you, you get to know them, parang, and, and they they want to be there, no? Um, yon. I hope I was able to answer the question. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were actually, sir. You were. And I think uh, on a follow up question on on the first question on how to start a business, sir. Parang, say example, you already have a business, no? So, so say example, it's on service. Uh, how can you connect it to a social mission? Oh. So you now have a business. How can you connect? If you're just normal. When I say normal, not a social entrepreneur. Well, but the, the usual one. How do you connect it to a social mission? Well, you 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 kind of have to look at what what you're what you're good at, no? But just look at the sustainable development goals. There's a lot of information there. And you can <laughs> the see UN. if you want to connect. No? I mean, you can do it in a way where like. Anuba. Some people go do the trap of it's part of their business model, and yes. some people go the trap of you know um, after I make profit then I send it that way, right? I mean, uh, in my head, like at this point in time, as long as we're all moving towards that direction, I think that's a good thing. We can like you know, um, para break down like how much you're helping later on, right? But but everyone just needs to head and start marching towards that first. Right before we get too technical with things. Yeah, totoo naman talaga. Totoo naman mm-hmm. talaga, sir. Pero would you would you suggest that a person, an, an entrepreneur, uh, go look for a social mission or become a social entrepreneur? Well, you know, sometimes you look for the social mission and sometimes I feel the mission picks you. So... I, don't know, I, I was exposed to several social missions, but the one that kind of stuck was uh, related to the forest, 
right? Um, it depends. I mean, I've also had the opportunity and privilege of speaking a lot out a lot about um, single-use plastic with um, the plastic solution, which um, my cousin Ziggy uh, founded. And I mean, it like it's just you. Know, you, you ask yourself like, uh, parang where where are your talents better placed, right? Nice, that's a good one. Th- there, there's so many things you can do, right? So, you know, as an entrepreneur, you really have to ask yourself, where am I good at? No? And where you're good at will really kind of dictate um, what business, what advocacy, right? Um, in that way, you know. And if you're miss- lacking something, then you'll either learn it or try to, you know, get it um, by, you know, getting the right teammates. That's that's true. Tama. I would, I would agree on that. On that, mm-hmm. sir. No, nah, no. Pero sir, uh, with with your business, um, I think uh, how many years already, sir, that you've 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 been running your own business with with oh. Mad? Um, well, Mad Travel started in um 2015, right? And um, yeah, it, it, you know, it it started. We thought we'd just be uh, promoting uh, Gawad Kalinga experiences, right, <laughs> or visiting GK. But you know, we we learned a lot along the way, right? Parang, there's your first business plan, and then, siguro after a year or so, parang it's not the same. The market changes also, right? I mean, especially now, right? There's a lot of, um, I don't want to say a lot of uncertainty, but certainly, like, there's a lot. There was a lot of like spacing in between people, so the pace in which we interact is different now. That's so, true. But when you started, sir, yeah, mm. When you started, sir, uh, let's go to Mad Travel. Uh, when you started it back in 2015, um, I think my question is, parang ano? How did you? Where did you get your capital, or how did you get resources to to forward your business from it? And then over time, well, with travel, kasi the the clientele we got initially, we could convince them to pay a partial payment. Uh, okay down so that helped um and then um i was lucky enough to already have credit cards by that time so i could just prepay and then collect (laughs) i I read in a book no there was an entrepreneur i was benchmarking with his name is bruce poon tip he's a travel uh founder then um g adventures from canada and he started he was able to run his business because he had several credit cards which he would strategically utilize so that he could book the hotels and tickets and i was like oh that's a good idea so i really applied for credit cards while i still had a job elsewhere you know and uh, i was lucky to get it right um so you know uh, being able to handle credit is um one thing that you know can be useful for you um, and as an entrepreneur you have to learn how to stretch your cash as much as possible you know so keep it delega all my savings um I, I, when i go out i my baon ako or kumain ako. Right? I mean, I mean, where 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 does Filipino money go to? Usually, food naman. Eh. Totoyan, totoyan, totoyan. Ako ako mm-hmm. agree. I I agree on that. <laughs> Kainan. Mm-hmm. Pero sir, yon. Uh, with mad travel, uh, you've been running it for, since 2015. What were some of the problems that you guys encountered, and how did you guys address it? Mm, well. Training people was one. Getting organized was another. Um, setting up your communication system is another. 
and all sorts of things. No, I mean, until until now, like there's still challenges, right? Um, I think that you just you just have to keep. And the most important skill is being patient, and then knowing how you you know being able to research and find and learn very quickly. Because I don't know. I mean, I I remember going. I went to school to take a business course, but the course itself was about big business, not about startup. No, so That's they're true. they're so different from each other, right? So you you don't you don't have a million pesos to spend on your marketing campaign when you're a startup. So yeah, a reading seekup. Right. And, and and now with this um, economic reset of sorts, then you know everyone's gotta behave like a startup again. That that is true. Parang naging ano tayo, na ground zero lahat because mm. of the pandemic. Equalized. Mm, we're all true. trying to learn technology, we're all trying to put everything online online. Uh-huh. I mean, if you're going to do that kind of, uh, if you have an academy that uh, teaches social entrepreneurship, I mean, yeah, I definitely think it's relevant uh, to the time that people need to learn that, need to know that it isn't a viable alternative, that, you know, it's an acceptable um, idea, right? It, it wasn't very, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't a popular idea in the Philippines back in 2013 when we were like, you know, we were doing talks and shows about it. I think we. I think GK was like the only one doing a public event in Manila about it at that time, right? But it became more mainstream as as time went went on. Yeah, that's true. Parang ano naman uh, with 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 this one, sir. Parang we we want everyone to be to be aware, especially the gen. I mean, especially uh, the younger generation that there's such a thing, social entrepreneurship now. Mm. Uh, that we want everybody to to be aware, and then later on we're, we're gonna we're we're trying to make a, a uh, more or less a, a course, a workshop on on starting your own social uh, enterprise or becoming an entrepreneur someday, and then connect it with a social mission uh, mm. sooner oh, or later. Para para siyang may catch, my catch, my after para after. No, I mean like. We have the we have the talk shows, and then after we are able to help people uh, moving forward. Also, that, that, that's our that are interested to, to to understand more on how to do things well with with uh, with uh, in collaboration with Ygol and other uh, partners ah, that we have. I see. Yeah, that that would be that would be really interesting. No? Parang ano nga eh? All public schools are required to take some sort of like sustainable development goals course. Something like that. Diba? Para lang may insert into the educational system. You don't even have to call it social entrepreneurship. Just just get the topics in, like um, environmental science, please. Just so that people understand. Um, yeah, people have to understand the law of nature applies to a business. Parang it doesn't click that way, no. Uh, in, in that sense, and I, I know for a fact that there are a lot of, siguro second or third gen, um, entrepreneurs who are like, uh, you know, kids of entrepreneurs who are like, oh, maybe we have to find a way to run the business differently, or I don't like running this business because it's, it doesn't fit my value system anymore. Right? I mean, it's a completely different time now because, I mean, even our teachers today don't know as much. Um, right, we're we're all learning in this process. So, yon. That is true. Totoo, I agree ako dyan. Totoo yan talaga. 
Sir, sir, with this one, um, uh, uh, technicalities aside, um, mm-hmm. what were the lessons that you have uh, learned more or less uh, in running your own business? Personal. Well, you have to work hard. Totoo yan. Uh, definitely. And then you have to work long hours. <laughs> What's the longest hour that you've worked? Ay, in running your business, business. No, there, there are times when it's like an 18-hour day. Um, and it can be back-to-back days or back-to-back-to-back. Um, it happens. But, I mean, this year, I really, 2019-2020, I really tried to manage my energy more because it, it's, a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Well, actually, it's true. I agree with that. With, with 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 that, naman, uh, it's a marathon. Not the business is also applied uh, mm-hmm. to that, no. at some point, I remember I my blood pressure started going up. It's like this is not good. Like I pushed it, nga, but like you know, kita ko yung cost and like not worth it. Like health is everything, right? So just keep it keep it simple. Right? You have to be, you have to outsmart yourself. <laughs> But sometimes there's the temptation to actually work long and hard because more or less you have, I mean, you have goals that you want to, I mean, as a business, you have goals you have to achieve mm-hmm. and uh, you have your metrics uh, in set there, no? But uh, as you go go do that path, parang nasa sacrifice naman yung ibang bagay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's true. I mean, ikaw, bakit ka ba, like, why are you on this path? I'm curious. Right? Uh, this, is, this is actually just, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a more or less something happened, parang ganun. But actually, the, the real goal for this, prior to the quarantine, this one, this whole, this is just a series of DGY, uh, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been doing different series, like, uh, how to cope with the COVID nineteen? What are the things that you can do with the COVID nineteen? You had those kind no, I mean, of series. Like my, sorry, my question was like, why why are you in this industry in the first place? Because like that's, it's it's not a, well, it's not a traditionally traditional path in itself, right? To put up like a social enterprise academy. Right? Parang ano? Uh, with that, uh, I, I, I I always go back to the story of me growing up with a mother who loves community development. Mm-hmm. So, so my mom is a used to be the director of Dole and also a social work. Oh, uh, wow! So okay. basically, what she other aside from that, so after work she does things. Uh, what are those things? She 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 helps different communities uh, develop them, different mm-hmm. uh, marginalized uh, people, and try to develop them as well. So, and she is more on. Uh, the educational side, so she, she educates people on different aspects, the community on different aspects. Kaya, uh, I had that inside when I grew up, despite me not taking up um, social work. I actually graduated a sports science degree. It's already inculcated in me. Kaya, I, I can't, it's hard for me to take it out. But I, I see, have to, I to, to put it out. I have to, to, to make something. Because my mom works for Dole and then he just... So parang with her, with that, she works, she does it also out of 
passion at the same time, but she was not able to create her own enterprise. So my 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 thing is, okay, let me create that for you. I ko na yon. Ako na yon so ganon. That's why I'm here, naren. Galing galing. Doing this kind of ano social entrepreneur social entrepreneurship journey. But we just started actually, so we're doing our best to learn as well. So my interviews is both learning and at the same time putting awareness to everybody, and also showing different enterprises to. I mean, tell telling your stories to to other to other to the viewers as well. So ganon. Ah, okay, I understand. That's true. I mean, it it always is a a learning process, de ba? For for everyone, really. That is true. That is true, sir. Ah. Ano sir, parang ano, parang I think I have last two two questions for you. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I think the first one would be, um, if mm. if if on the social entrepreneurship side, if we, we kind of narrow everything down and put everything into just three concepts, what are the three mm -hmm. concepts that we need to take uh, into account? Na yun talaga yung hindi nyo kailangan dapat makalimutan. Well, it's the business bucket. You need to know your business um, skills, sales, marketing, accounting, finance, math. It's a lot of leadership. Leadership to the to your customers, leadership to your people, leadership to your suppliers, community partners. And then I guess it's your value system. And I say value system, it's kind of a mixed bag with your knowledge because it's a bit difficult to have like long-term a value system that's locked into long-term if you don't understand like the environmental science side so you can't explain it so, um pero yun, parang, uh, I, I feel like there's there's a technical skill side there's a soft skill side and then there's your just how you relate to others no um i mean at, at the end of the day like it, I, I guess if you care enough you're going to try to find a way to make it work, right? And I guess what I always tell students or you know people who ask is like, um, I guess what just makes us different is that I, you know, uh, personally my my take is like I, I I wouldn't treat the some of the community partners as just you know parang it's not just work like I I really do enjoy talking to them so because there's that kind of friendship then it allows us to really explore like what you can do together different um, ideas talents, no? um, resources that can be developed, right? Um, and, and that relationship is, it might sound so normal that we're friends, but it's not. Because we live in, we realistically live in separate worlds. There's a city world and then there's a countryside world. And then within those worlds, there's a lot of discrimination or like yeah. boxing in, no? So, ayun lang, parang, it's different, no? Like, um, to give a better example, it's like we, we grow up in the city, we grow up with this notion that charity is good. And if you see a poor person, charity is the way. And I think charity is good, but charity is not the only way. It's just that we've never been told that there's another option. Right. And um, the last, there was an interview I had with a church group um, about a month ago, and I was telling them, 
that charity has to give way towards sustainability. And sustainability is empowering people to be stewards in that sense. No? And um, what that means today is like, oh, here's like a community of, let's say, I present. Uh, of course, they, maybe they don't have as much as we do, right? So do I just donate to them, which is good? Or do I do one better and like sit down with them and then let's see how we can do business together? And of course, they're going to be lacking in some skills, right? But if you're the social entrepreneur, your mix of development and business savvy will kind of like help help build them towards that or connect them to the right people who, who can, you know, parang complement uh, what they have, right? Because there is genius um, in these people, right? It's just untapped and your leadership is required to unleash that potential no? of food production, of, let's say, of art, no? uh, in, in that sense. And if I can just, I, I just want to share something on screen. No? Um, yes, sir. Ito. This one, no? uh, not that. This is our website, and look at these um, paroles. No, they're so beautiful. Wow. And they're handmade by some, some, minsan Lola, minsan um, Gen Z, minsan Millennial, minsan Gen Xer yung gumagawa within their tribe. No, um, pero ang galing, ang ganda. and it's, it's a re sustainable resource, and it's, it's nice, right? Um, parang if we give them, you know, if we ask them, what, what else can you make? And, and these products were, um, Put it, a consequence of us asking them questions. What can you do ba? What can you do ba? I don't want to just give you money. I want you to do something to earn the money. So, isip sila, right? And, it, and that relationship, treating them as an equal, giving them that opportunity to participate in our economy on a fair, in a fair way is, 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 I feel, the innovation. No? And it's an innovation that is within reach of everybody. You just have to start saying, let's be friends and I'll treat you like a, a business partner in that sense. No? So plug ko lang, if anyone wants to buy bamboo paroles, we bundle yeah. them then with trees. Um, please, I uh, hope you guys can support uh, their forestation in Yangil. It's 3,000 uh, 3, hectares of rainforest and 100 hectare food forest. No? So, ayun. How much uh, is one bamboo parole, sir? Uh, it's 200 per star. And then if you want to bundle it with a tree planted in your name, you get a card and then it's additional 150 pesos. Oh. So, you yeah, know, um, interesting. Yung, ano, uh, it's, sana it, it, it clicks in that sense. No? But, but galing nun, I think I would, I would really nice. It's, it's, it's that, it's a really good, uh, good explanation on that, sir. Raf, now it's not just about charity, but allowing them to develop as well. No, in your case, it's, it's, uh, it's helping them and help make them in be involved in business and because mm. parang it's, it's more or less we're we're also trying to to go to more or less on that path because mm. we've come to realize na parang with everything that's happened with the the pandemic a lot of people are actually donating no and that's good and i would see that's good um uh, especially now that uh this storm happened and then we kind of search who are the people during the covid 19 that are still at risk and but i think people are not looking at them as well so we've come to uh to a conclusion that uh, these are the garbage collectors that are not no one is paying attention to them but they are high risk mm. in, in 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 having the covid 19 so we've been helping them good so i was telling the team na parang 
Pero this is it's not enough to just give goods. We have to do something for them to elevate their mm-hmm. lives as well. So we're now uh, on a mission to train them as well and be part of what we're doing as a, as a business. Para yung community development. Oh, kailangan talaga. Nice. I, I love what you guys are, are are doing. Tama yan, no? We really need um more of that um around. Mm-hmm. Diba? Kasi parang it's, it's, I'm not sure if, if you agree on this, na parang, okay, you give them, and then, if they're still on the same disposition of life, uh, wala, nangyari sa binigay mo. Kasi I think uh, what you gave just would last for like a week or two or or a month, or the, last, <laughs> the, the longer, but uh, after that, uh, there's no change or level up of of, of their lives. <laughs> and <laughs> with what you're doing, Saraf, parang, they, they would elevate as well, and they learn business technicalities with you as well and and earning as well at the same mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. Know. correct yeah i mean and, really it's 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 just equal opportunity that's that's really nice mm-hmm. and i think oh, on a last message sir last question mm-hmm. sir, Go ahead. i mean to everyone that's watching right now i think they have a uh, hundred views uh watching um What's your final message to everybody, especially that uh, we're now in the COVID-19 and on the context of the COVID-19 as, a, as an entrepreneur or one, as an entrepreneur and two, uh, a normal person, a person that doesn't have a business lab. Well, messages. I would just say keep learning. Please keep learning that, that you, we have to. I mean, I, I have to learn so many things and um, parang, it's just unfortunate I enjoy it. Right, but I think that's really the way. That's really the way forward. Can be daunting, right? But we have to be. We can't be afraid of sucking at something new. Because you know, if it's new, we definitely will suck at it at the start. But that's the that's the journey, right? So we, if not, then we're gonna just shoot ourselves in the foot, as we've been doing for the last couple of decades. And um, yeah, we just have to move forward in that sense, no? Um, there's there's nothing wrong with our environment per se. What's wrong is what's in our head, and because there's something wrong with what's in our head, the way our and our hands move destroys what what was created here. No? So, I, I, but I I think we're more of the problem, and so we have to be that solution. So we have to learn. Well, thank you. There you go. So thank you very much, Sir Raf. I think this would this ends our conversation. Oh, thank <laughs> but, you. Uh, but before we answer Raf, um, how can our viewers find you and also your business? Um, so you can um, find us on um, madmarket.co. So I'll just uh, share the screen again um, just so that you guys can see. So it's um, there, uh, madmarket, M-A-D-M-A-R-C-E. Uh, ket.co uh, you can also find us on instagram it's make a difference um, market right and then um yeah please uh, message us on instagram or um we're also on facebook mad market right um, or message us through the website uh, we'd love to collaborate and learn from people if their products coming in if they're farmers or if you're a business in the countryside or in the city start trying something and you need you want to see if we can work together, please let's talk because um, like, we, we have to build these relationships together. And we're also looking for uh, more customers. If you want um, deliveries to your household complete, no? uh, please let us know. We're happy to, to be of service to you guys. 
What are these goods, uh, Sir Sir Raf, that they can order from Mad Market? Uh, complete fruits, complete vegetables, grains, mushrooms, lentils, mga beans, right? Um, we've got kesong pute, and um, oh, we have a nice selection of banana cake, carrot cake, you know, uh, items, right? Uh, basically, trying to just put together things that we we generally like to eat now. But our our core really uh, will be in the fruits, vegetables, and and grains category, you know. Um, oh, and of course, our favorite um, forest honey, which is raw, organic, nothing added to it. Definitely something that you have to try. Oh, oh that's nice. I would, I would, I would, I, would, I, I tell me, I tell yeah. everybody with this. So there you go, Seraf. Um, thank you very much for saying yes or invitation, having this interview with you. Uh, thank me you personally. Also. Mm -hmm. uh, I've learned a lot. I've actually been taking down notes for the whole of one hour. <laughs> Uh, on everything that you've said. So, yeah, thank you very much, Seraf. We will definitely um, have uh, a taste of your honey. Uh, with, uh, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, please, please order. Oh, order. <laughs> and, yeah, thank you very much, guys, for listening to our show this uh, this afternoon. It's Paula Aguirre, your host.